All right, Snack Attack crew, assemble. Feeling that mid-afternoon slump? Need a protein boost that doesn't involve boring protein bars? Well, let me introduce y'all to my new favorite obsession, wonderful pistachios. Y'all, these little green guys aren't just your average nut. They're protein powerhouses, packing a whopping six grams per ounce. That's over 10% of your daily value. And here's a confession. I used to be a cracker. You know, the kind of girl who enjoys the satisfying pop of opening each one. But let's be honest, sometimes convenience is king. And that's where their no-shell options comes in perfect for on-the-go snacking. Plus, they come in flavors like chili roasted and sea salt and vinegar. So there's something for everyone, even the picky gals. But here's the kicker. Wonderful pistachios are a complete protein, meaning they have all nine essential amino acids your body needs. So next time you're feeling sluggish, ditch the sugary treats and grab a handful of these green gems. I promise y'all they will keep you fueled and feeling your best, whether you're conquering carpool duties or crushing deadlines. And seriously, these are my go-to snack. I keep a bag in my purse. I keep one at the office. I even stash a few on the side of my bed for those late night cravings. This year, I want you to treat yourself to something delicious and good for you. So head over to wonderfulpistachios.com and explore their amazing flavors and sizes. Trust me, your taste buds and your body will thank you. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward with each new idea innovation, and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Sometimes you're the asshole, sometimes you're not. Today, we'll find out. Welcome to the Black Girl Bravado Podcast, your weekly fix for all things mental health and wellness. I'm Brittany, the joke-cracking, detail-oriented friend who is always down the road when you need her. For the legal stuff, though, not the illegal stuff. And I'm Germany, the loyal friend who keeps you laughing. I'm a ray of sunshine, and you can always find me on the dance floor. And not only are we besties, but we're your besties. You heard me right. It's homegirl vibes here. Get ready for the girls to dish the real, the raw, and the fucking funny. And listen, we may drag you, but it's always in love. Let's start the show, cuties. Hey, y'all. Welcome back. Welcome back to our amazing podcast. Yes. (laughs) Listen. Welcome back. Welcome back to our labor of love. <laughs> yes, seriously. It's the end of the month, y'all. It is. We are wrapping up October. Wrap up that scary. Wrap up that spooky. <laughs> Wrap up that spooky and let's get into that thanks. A period, okay. <laughs> Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday. Are you cooking? Um, I'm trying to figure out what the hell I'm doing for I usually, you're going to be at my house, no? I might oh, be at actually? my dad's. Oh, I might really? be, I'm trying to figure out, girl. I need to figure it out quickly. Is he out here? Oh, your your father, your father, your father. I don't think you were talking about your stepdad. My my bio biological father. Yeah, yeah. Okay, let me know. Yeah, because we're gonna have to start planning and putting something together. Yeah, you know, you know it takes coordination to really have a. Yeah, is Mackenzie staying down or she's gonna go up? 
that's the thing, Mackenzie, because you know she got a um Mackenzie's my sister. She got mm. a job. Oh. And you know, it's a seasonal position and you know you have to be here for that. Yeah. So Well, you already know it's still gang. She I told her, Well, I'll send you somewhere. Or she can come with us somewhere. That's what I'm saying. Oh, I'm like, you sending her away? To your house or Kayla's B- house. Whoever has the dinner going is where she will be. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Period. Yeah. Period. Yeah, you already know the vibes, girl. Come on, get your ass over here. Right. We'll be sitting outside just talking. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, let me know. Yeah. Let me know. I'll be making my famous mac and cheese, obviously. That was good. And Wook needs to make that dressing. Her dressing. She yeah. did not make it. That's Last she. Year? She did not make that dressing. Last I don't year? remember what I did last year. Was oh. I here? I think I went home. Girl, you these years be flying by. You did go home. I'm like, okay, okay. Brittany's home with her biological family. <laughs> She's home with her bio family. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we are getting into Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. the holidays. Um, I feel like I have just made myself more stressed out because mm-hmm. I'm losing my shit that I need. What does that mean? I was easing into the holidays oh. with ease, and now I'm easing into it, easing into, well, not even easing into Angst. it. I'm going into it with stress and anxiety because I lost my passport and I need it before I leave. And they're saying that the passports are backed up. They are, which is insane. That's why when you when you told me that, I'm like, wait, what? You have a trip that's coming up. I know. It, 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 they do have like this emergency thing like if you're traveling within 14 days like they could like turn it around 24 hours oh but it's what but i don't know but i'm just hoping and praying i have my appointment on tuesday just rush it i am i'm expediting it but that's five to seven weeks that's perfect you'll have enough time so i'm doing what i need to do but i'm just so if you have our newsletter, if you're subscribed to our newsletter, you know how I feel about the way I've been losing shit. I done already told y'all I lost something a couple episodes back. And I never lose stuff like this. Yeah. And these are big, big things. These are items. big things. Like, damn. I'm like, the shit's growing legs and walking away at this point. Because what? Yeah. Oh, I'm sure it'll be. If you have your appointment, it's coming up. You'll be prepared. <sighs> you're giving yourself plenty of time. Just prayers up that. Pray for me. Collective prayer. The forces ain't working against us. Right. But I do want you to get your passport here in time because I would be so sad. I would be so sad for you. Oh, I'm going. Hell or high water. I got to go down to that federal building and give them my plane ticket and show them that I'm leaving soon and I need my passport. Yeah. I hope it all works out. Shit. It will. So, anywho. Yeah. That's what's been going on with me. We're going to be easing into a new month with better energy because I'm sitting the fuck down. <laughs> yeah, sit down at least for the next couple months, child, till you get ready to part. I am. Sit down. Okay. In other news, you're feeling good today? I am. Good. I am feeling good. Other than that, I feel like I've been being really intentional with my time and with my energy. I really have been doing the things that I know are best for me. Like mm-hmm. I've been waking up every single morning going on a walk. Good. And that has been doing wonders for my mental health. Those walks are keeping me alive. Good. Yeah, and in yeah. a good spirit. You have to. I'm glad you've tapped in and you know what's good for you and you're doing it. Yeah. There's nothing like knowing and not doing it. I know. Because like, it, it kind of was starting to feel inconvenient to get up and walk. Although I know it feels good when yeah. I like do it. But the whole getting up and going out part was feeling inconvenient. But but now you know it's a necessity. Period. So you don't have a choice. I don't. But to get your ass up. No. 
and go on that walk. That's good. That's good. I've been feeling good too. I've been feeling, still feeling really grounded, which I'm appreciative. And I know it's because I've been getting my ass in that church. Church is woo. I'm like, listen, I know it. It's healing. It is. It's, it's giving me a, a newfound, you know, oomph. It's healing. I'm like, I need to be in here. I need to be in the house of the Lord. Oh my goodness. I would love to share this with y'all. So I'm sponsoring a child in Brazil. Who? A child. Where'd you find the child? At church. This, this, they presented this at church? Yeah. What is it? It's like an orphan. We're sponsoring children that are in different parts of the world. Uh-huh. So they assign each person? Well, the pastor basically was like, if this is on your heart, if you feel called to, it's only $43 a month and you can like sponsor this child. The goal is to sponsor them until they're 18. So they have a range of ages. Of course, I get a child who's four. I'm like, why couldn't you be 16? You don't get to Germany, I'm please. Just kidding. You don't just, get to pick. You do, you do. But it? there's a but for the most part, y'all, oh, they're small children. You pick one that calls that pulled on your heartstrings. We just went up there. Andres and I went together, and we like pulled one that like you know. We, he was so cute. His name is Gabriel. Oh, that's I'll show cute. you in, when I I'll show you the little picture that I have of him. But he's so cute. He's four. His birthday's in May. A little Taurus. <laughs> but he's a that's dwarf. cute. That's he's nice. Adorbs. That's really nice. Yeah, I was like, this will be a, a part of my offering. Yeah. So I feel really good about that. Extension and extension of self. The extension of self, exactly, going beyond myself. So I'm really happy to do that. Um, and I'm just, one of the questions that they ask, because you know how they um, do the little community aspect in church, like talking Talk to, your to your neighbor. neighbor. They're like, what yeah, are you I realize believing? that that's a part of every Sunday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, what are you believing in God for this year? or the end of the year and I'm like I'm really trusting God to like allow me to continue to lean into the relationship that I have with him um and just like strengthening our bond Mm -hmm. and even when I don't feel like it or when I feel myself being like uh like I want to be ignited I want to stay on fire in this relationship and I know it just takes energy and effort like any relationship like I want to value it in that way so I'm like Lord please keep my heart burning for you yeah keep my heart burning for you and Andres sort of said the same thing. He was like, you know, this space isn't unfamiliar to me. I'm really happy to be back here and That's good. sharing this with you because he's never like been in relationship with a woman and God, you know, having that at the center. So this is a, a new common thread. Yeah. Yeah. This is a new journey for us, like exploring our relationship with God, but doing it together. So it's been very nice. I'm glad we went today. And I'm also happy I have a little Gabriel. <laughs> I have little Gabriel. So do you get to keep up with them? or? Yeah, they send you. Um, Does he know you? I'm sure we might be to get an opportunity to send some photos and stuff. Andres was like, we got to go pull up on Gabriel. I'm like, you can use oh any opportunity to, to travel. Go somewhere. go somewhere. I'm like, boy, you don't know where Gabriel at. What part of Brazil? He's in he's Brazil. In? What part? It's not going to give Lux. We don't. You know, we gonna yeah, I know. I know. No to no shape. Right. Like, it might just need to be a virtual it's relationship. A village. Yeah, a virtual we might be in a village. But yeah, so Gabriel will be sending us like photos and little we'll get a That's report sweet. on little things that he's doing and stuff like that. And we also opted to send him a birthday gift every year in addition to our donation. Donation. Yeah. yeah. So I'm really excited to watch him grow. That's nice. The way we'll be parenting. Exactly. Gabriel. His mama will be doing a lot of the lifting, the heavy lifting. Okay, so that's nice. I wish somebody would sponsor me or adopt me, whatever. Nigga, me too. Take me. I need more than $43 a month. Let's make it 4300 <laughs> Yeah. 4300 and you got me. And you got in a full-size adult. pictures and everything. We can chat. You got me. 
No visits. No. No visits. A sugar baby of sorts. <laughs> no sugar. Right. No sugar. But yeah, that's nice. So we're here with y'all. Mm-hmm. Wrapping up our month with the AITA. What y'all love? We love and y'all love. We have not done one in a year. Huh. We haven't. We haven't done an Am I the Asshole in a little over a year. We've been serious. Exactly. We've been a real serious bag. We've been in a real serious bag. But okay? I think it's nice. Uh, it'll be a nice way for us to end the month. Yeah. On a light note. Why not? Yeah. So, if you're new here, we peruse the Am I the Asshole streets and gather some of the best scenarios and bring them here and talk about them. Mm-hmm. A homegirl hotline of sorts. Yeah. So the first one. Am I the asshole for choosing my birthday over my sister-in-law's birthday? My partner's sister, well, his ex-sister-in-law, it's complicated, booked a party for her 50th birthday on the day of my birthday. It was completely by accident. She's lovely. She said she understood if me and my partner had plans that day. When my partner told me about the party, he said, it's on your birthday. Are you okay to go to it? And we'll celebrate your birthday the weekend after. And I have to admit, my gut reaction was no. I don't particularly want to spend my birthday at someone else's party where I won't know most people. And because we have a three-year-old, I will be on mom duty all night because his parents will be there. So they won't be able to babysit. And my parents don't live close. I wouldn't be able to drink and I would have to leave early to put my daughter to bed. I know from experience that my partner wouldn't sacrifice having a drink and wouldn't assume the lion's share of the parenting duty. So I can't so I can let my hair down. I didn't want to tell my partner he couldn't go. So I said, I'll go go out with my friends and he and our daughter can go to the party. My friends don't live local and I don't see them often. So if he goes to the party with our daughter and stays over at his parents, I'll have the house to myself and everyone can stay. Period. A free night of sorts. Yes. He agreed, but from the get-go has complained about this. I'll have a crap night because I won't be able to drink. I'll have to leave early. Why don't you want to spend your birthday with me, etc., etc. On the night of the party, my daughter apparently cried all night and clung to him. He couldn't chat to people, had to leave early and go to bed on his own. He says he essentially couldn't celebrate Amanda's birthday with her. And it's my fault. I saw my partner's dad earlier that day and he didn't wish me happy birthday, nor did his mom text me, which she usually would. I text her to say thank you for my presence and she didn't reply. I get the sense that everyone is pissed off with me. Am I the asshole for wanting a night out on my birthday? Hell fucking no. There's a bigger problem here. The husband. There's a bigger problem here. That's what jumped out to me about this is the underlying issue. It's not that she wouldn't celebrate his birthday with him. It's the fact that he felt burdened by not being able to do the things that she wouldn't have been able to do. Yeah, the parenting duties on her birthday. And Uh -uh. and that's what gets me. And ladies, I want us to stop. (laughs) Stop. Stop relieving these men of the heavy weight. That we have to carry so they won't be so fucking jarred when it's like you got to step in mm-hmm. and show up. You don't want to. You want to be able to drink and turn up. As soon as she said he was taking the baby, I'm like, well, there goes his night. Rightfully so, though. I'm not mad. Shit. Have you. You're going to have to be mindful. You're going to have to be responsible. You're going to have to do what I would have to do if I was there. It's my birthday, bro. Can yeah. I have one day? You should be volunteering to relieve me of the load. 
at least on my birthday. I definitely would have sat out this person's birthday party and went to my own. I wouldn't have wanted to go to the sister-in-law's birthday. I would not, especially a sister-in-law. Not like, because it's. Maybe because it's a milestone because she's turning 50. I don't give a damn. I don't give a damn. It's the sister. If the, the, the also the issue is like, it depends on how close we are. If I'm super locked in with the person and it's like, obviously our birthdays are a few, whatever this close, there might be some overlap. Yeah. And I could understand it if we were locked in, then I would be like, okay, girl, but I'm not locked in with you and all this other parenting shit is going on too. I'm definitely not doing it. Yeah. Cause I could have sucked it up if his parents weren't going and they was going to have the baby. Now it might turn into a good night for everybody. Yeah, we could have a good night out as a couple. Yeah. Like we could turn up together and then I'm going to still turn up for my birthday with my homegirls. Like we'll just pick an alternate day. But yeah, the fact that she's going to have to like limit her fun on her birthday and then go home and like continue to parent. People want relief. People want a break. (laughs) And as her partner, you should be the one providing the relief because there's no child care available. So you got to take the L for the night. And like, they should I don't get more like comfortable that. doing that because the mamas are taking the L daily. Okay. They have it's a it permanent L. <laughs> it's a permanent L. Okay. It's a, I just, a fucking uppercase L. This dynamic pisses me off every time I hear about it. I never get understanding. I really don't like when it's the dynamic of like, the mother does everything to make the father's life easier all the time and then never gets any relief. No. If I'm feeling the weight of parenthood, you going to feel it too. Yeah, it, we got to both be We both it. have to feel it. We both have to feel the decision that we made. And even if I'm the one that feels it more, you're not going to be completely absent of the feeling. Yeah, you got to f- still feel it. I need to know you still feel it. I need you to be like, damn, it's hard today. Yeah, I know. I, I damn near need there to be equal work every day. And that's ideal. I would want that too. But I'm equal just saying, work. you know, that's often not how the cookie crumbles. I know. That's, that's not that's how the you cookie, cookie crumbles. Slicer. Don't let it crumble. <laughs> you know, when it crumble, it go all over the, the crumble place. cookie. You got to get a cookie cutter. You know how they do a cookie pie. And you know, I like a soft cookie. We, so my so shit don't be crumbling. I like a soft little we cookie. We gonna break it in half. My cookie don't crumble, baby. Fuck a famous Amos. I like <laughs> a nice, soft, like Mrs. Fields type cookie. Yeah, no. Cookie cutter. Pie. A cookie pie. Everybody's getting even slices around this motherfucker. Yeah, the one they you, sell at the mall. Mrs. Fields. That, those was a Mrs. Fields, mm-hmm. too. A cookie pie. That's what it's gonna be. You gotta equally carry the load around this bitch. I think this is a proper appropriate time for her to have a sit down with the husband. Yeah, because now y'all are making me out to be the bad guy, Chun Li. Yeah, because I went to and say, now the mama upset, the daddy upset, the mom, the dad. Everybody's like, you know, advocating for him. No, when it's like, damn, I can't even enjoy my birthday. It's like my he showed up on behalf of the family, him and the daughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they they're the representation tonight. Yeah, and it should have been excused absence. It should. It's like, my birthday. You know, you know, it's um. You know, it was Kathy's birthday. Exactly. So she went out to do the things with her friends. And honestly, he shouldn't have came back and told her all of the things that happened and w- became like, oh, yeah, humbug, the daughter was crying me. all night. You Come know, on, I, don't I give think a damn. that's another thing, too. Keep it to yourself. I think that's another thing, too. Don't complain to me while I'm out about how hard it was with the kids. And they, I get venting. But don't you know how they'll be like, <sighs> yeah, like, oh, my God, this Call, was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> this was now, you know, how I fucking feel. They will. They'll be on the phone like, I don't, I don't, I mean, yeah, I don't the, know. The baby, the baby won't, won't stop, stop crying. crying. I don't know what to do. 
I want to enjoy my day. That's I, it. I, I don't even want to hear about it. Let yeah, me know after I get home and everything is settled. Let me know the next day. Ooh, babe, I had a time last night. You could tell me that. Yeah. And I'll be like, you know how it feels. Yeah, be like, babe, I hope you had fun last night because let me tell you how my night went. Yeah. But don't call me while I'm out trying to have my fun. And trying to discourage me from doing it again. And then putting the mom guilt on me. Yeah, no. You are equally capable to parent. So you handle it today. Lock in. While I go out and have my day. I love how she painted the scenario of having like the house available. You know, the house free. People want, people need that. Yeah, they do. People need a break. And she deserved it. That was probably, mm, chef's kids, creme de la creme. Hang out with your girlfriends, your man and the baby gone. You get to have a house to yourself. Girl, you get to sleep in. You don't have nobody asking you for no juice, no yeah. snack. I was talking to my friend and um, she was going out like two nights in a row and she's not a person who typically goes out and she had her son and she dropped her son off at her sister's house mm -hmm. and she was contemplating not going out one of the nights and she was like should I go get my son I said girl hell no leave him you I'm the wrong person to ask I have no mom guilt girl I have none I said girl <laughs> hell no fucking mom. no she was like you don't think he's gonna he will be fine I said you know how many nights I spent the whole how many times I spent the whole weekend at my grandma's house weekend after weekend Right. My mom was out doing whatever the fuck she wanted to do, living her life and creating work life balance for herself. She was creating mom life balance for herself. Yeah. Your son. One is, night won't hurt. Two nights won't hurt. No, two nights Nigga, won't a hurt. A Friday to Sunday night won't hurt. He's yeah. fine. I said, no, girl, leave him. Enjoy it. I said, imagine how you're going to feel in the morning when you wake up and you're by yourself. Yeah. Let yeah. me paint the picture. I know picture. that feeling. Well, I don't know that feeling, but I can imagine that feeling because when I don't have my dog. Girl. I'm like, girl, I don't got to wake up and walk her by a certain time. Seriously, when Gatsby's at my mom's, I'm living life. I be feeling like a single mom getting a break. I'm like, Gatsby's not here tonight. You don't got to walk him. I be feeling so good. So, y'all, yes, let's take opportunities when we have alone time. Sans kids and sans man. Because I also be feeling that when my man ain't home. When he be gone, I'm like, oh, I'm really living. When there's no yeah. man, no dog. When yeah. you're just in your own company. Right. Because you got to think about their well-being as well. It's just so nice. Yeah. It's so nice. So I'm happy that she honestly decided not to go and put I'm the pressure on I'm happy that him. She, yeah, and he got to get over it and they need to have a conversation. It's time for him to stand it's up. It's time for us to wrangle these men It's up. time for him to stand up. We got to crack the whip. I'm not about ass. to be a single parent in a married home. Said it, did it on him. Okay, y'all, these stories are getting good, but we have to take a break. So that we can continue to pay to tell y'all these stories, okay? Sit tight. Okay, we're back. Next. <laughs> Am I the asshole for breaking up with my BF for skipping a camping trip with my family? I, 27 female, have been dating my boyfriend, 32 male, for about a year and a half. We met at Coachella and did long distance dating for the first year of our relationship. I lived in California and he lives all the way in New York. It was actually barely long distance as I worked remotely and was traveling and staying with him anywhere from three to six weeks at a time with only about a month of time apart in between. That was that was healthy. That was great. Yeah, that's perfect. Perfect yeah. balance. Backstory on me. I lost my dad four years ago to cancer. And the only real reason or the only real family I have left is my mom and grandma in California. My mom lives alone and my grandma has dementia and is a mem in a memory care facility. They are my everything. I also have a dog and I would leave all three of them for weeks at a time to visit my boyfriend because he doesn't work remote and claims he can't take off. Can't take off. Mm. 
This was hard on me and caused a lot of anxiety being so far away from them. I'm already making sacrifices. Is right. Trying saying. to make everybody I'm trying to make sacrifice and paying right. the price. He's very sweet. Does all the gentlemanly things he's supposed to. I love his family and am close with his mom and he prioritizes me when I'm here. But again, I always wonder if he do in, do any of this for me. Throughout long distance, he only flew out to visit me twice, both for weekend trips. He's only met my mom twice. She's right. She's really letting it out now. Yeah. However, he's gone to Chicago, Tampa, Nashville and Austin for industry events and boys trips. Mm. Every so you're ta- capable of traveling. And that's what we'll do. We'll start looking at what are you doing on the outside for everybody Let's else? See. Every time I ask him to come out to California, he has work or a work event keeping him from coming. I've always felt like he doesn't care to know or spend time with my family and friends. And that hurts. Flash forward to now, I have pretty much moved to New York per his request, and I even moved my dog out here. Since I have a small family, we've always kept close relationships with our family friends who I call my chosen family. Since I was born, we've done annual camping trips to Bodega Bay, all of us together, but we haven't done one since my dad passed away. This year is my childhood best friend's 30th birthday, so all of us are getting together for a huge camping trip at the site we always went to. This would be an opportunity for him to meet every single person that's known me since I was born and who are so important to me, as well as to see the place I grew up and love dearly. This place is also special to me, and I really I was really excited to share it with him and share this part of my life. I asked him months ago if he would be able to come on this trip because I knew he'd need notice, and he said yes. Okay. She covered her bases. <laughs> she did. She did everything she was supposed to do. Yeah. Unfortunately, this man has somewhat of a history of letting me down. Mm-hmm. He does many betrayals here and there, and I struggle with him because he fails to keep his word sometimes. Mm-mm. You could say he's a little bit selfish. Mm-hmm. About a month ago, he told me he was unable to come on the trip because he had a conference for work and that he didn't want to miss out on because he learns a lot from these conferences. Then all of a sudden an industry event in Vegas come came up and it's a day after his conference is supposed to be and he canceled the conference and is now going to Vegas instead, leaving that weekend open. The Camp- conference that was so important. Yeah. Camping is Friday to Sunday. He'd be in Vegas Monday through Wednesday. I told him this is great as he'll already be on the West Coast. So maybe he could make it to the camping trip and we could fly to Vegas together afterwards. I've been asking him and asking him to book flights to California to come on the camping trip. And he keeps putting it off saying, I'll look at a flight tonight, but he never does. And I feel like he's stalling so he can come up with an excuse about work or flight prices or availability so he can get out of the camping trip. He already lied about there being no flights from Cali to Vegas to get him to the event on time. But I found one and even offered to pay for it. It's a 45 minute flight. Girl, you're up and then you're down. Right. He always has an excuse. And I just feel like he doesn't care about getting to know that side of me or my family or really prioritizes being involved in my life unless it's convenient for him. And that hurts. His mom said he's been like this with all his girlfriends. But I don't know if that's the kind of person I want to be with. I know he loves me, but I'm fed up with it. And my family and friends are starting to not like him for it. I know this probably seems silly, but am I the asshole if I break up with him for not coming camping? It's not just about coming camping, beloved. That's what I'm saying again. It's deeper. It's deeper. It's deeper. It's deeper. He cannot show up for you. Hey, bookies. We got something special for you. Are you ready to dive into a celebration of blackness that's as diverse as the experience it represents? Well, NPR has got you covered with Black Stories, Black Truths. This is a groundbreaking collection that's more than just a podcast. It's revelation. What does black representation in media mean to you? Because to me, 
it's about breaking down stereotypes, challenging biases, and also showcasing the rich tapestry of black experiences. For sure. Absolutely. And Black Stories, Black Truths is the epitome of this celebration. Each episode is a living account of what it truly means to be black today. And it's told from a unique black perspective. And I feel like these aren't just stories, like they're narratives of joy, resilience, empowerment, and also the incredible ability to create world shifting things out of the struggle. Seriously, you'll hear about everything from pop culture icons like Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to discussions on vital topics like reparations, y'all. There's really no limit to the range of black stories, black truths. Have you tuned in yet? One of my favorite episodes is the one on how real self-care takes real systemic change. That's a must listen. Yeah, I really think the hosts bring a tone that's celebratory. It's also informative and reflective, which I really can appreciate. Every episode is a journey. It offers a range of emotions and perspectives that keeps you hooked from start to finish. As soon as I turn it on, I'm like, "Mm." and let's not forget Black perspectives haven't always been at the forefront of America's story, but now they are the story. Period. So this is not just a podcast, y'all. It's a collection of some of NPR's best episodes showcasing the brilliance and resilience of the black experience. And we know NPR is known for its commitment to diverse storytelling, but with them presenting black stories, black truths, I would say that this is NPR with the noir twist. <laughs> so what are you waiting for? Turn on NPR today and immerse yourself in a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and black as the incredible country we reflect. And remember, stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, available wherever you get your podcast. Y'all, I think this is the year for me to really tap in and learn a new language. I took French in high school and then I let it go after the requirement was met. But with the European summer loading, I would love to have this language under my belt. And I know just the thing that helped me with this. Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the language learning powerhouse that's been transforming lives for the past 30 years. Imagine a language learning journey that not only works, but feels like a seamless part of your vibrant and dynamic world. And listen, This is not just for the language connoisseurs. It's for the bold, brilliant, and beautiful women like us ready to embrace the world of languages. Say hello to effortlessly acquiring Spanish, French, Italian, German. I mean, there's over 25 different languages to choose from. Rosetta Stone immerses you in your chosen language, teaching you to speak, listen, and even think in that language without any translation hiccups. This process is as intuitive as choosing your next hairstyle, girls. Starting with words, then phrases, and before you know it, you're crafting sentences like a pro. I love it because it's designed for long-term retention, ensuring that your newfound language skills become second nature. Now let's talk about the real magic for a minute, true accent. Rosetta Stone's speech recognition feature acts like a personal stylist, but for your accent giving you real-time feedback on your pronunciation. No more awkward language faux pas, just pure elegance. And for the woman on the move, whether you're on your desktop or using the app, Rosetta Stone seamlessly fits into your busy life. They have an audio companion and the ability to download lessons offline, meaning you can learn anytime, anywhere. 
And I have a secret for you. For a limited time, Rosetta Stone is offering a lifetime membership at 50% off. Yes, you heard that right. You get unlimited access to all 25 languages for the rest of your beautiful life. This is a deal that I don't think you want to miss. So why wait, sis? Don't put off your language journey any longer. Right now, BGB listeners can snag Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off by visiting rosettastone.com backslash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today. It's your time to shine, Buki, and Rosetta Stone is here to make your language dreams a reality. If you're anything like me, you are probably tired of spending all your money on takeout or you're over all the stress that comes with meal planning. Listen, Factor Meals is here to save the day. I mean, imagine this. Delicious, chef-crafted meals delivered right to your door, ready to heat and eat in just two minutes. Y'all, no more grocery shopping, no more chopping, no more dishes. Just restaurant quality goodness made with fresh high quality ingredients. I love Factor. Factor offers over 35 different options a week, including keto, calorie smart, vegan, veggie, and so much more. Whatever your diet is, they have you covered. Plus, they have over 55 delicious add-ons like breakfast smoothies and protein bars to keep you fueled all day long. And the meals are good. Every meal that I've had has been so good. And let's talk numbers. Factor is actually less expensive than takeout and every meal is dietitian approved. So you know you're getting the good stuff. You can choose as many or as few meals as you need from 6 to 18 per week. And... You can even pause or reschedule deliveries to fit your busy schedule. I prefer to use Factor for my lunch meals because that is the time of the day where I'm super busy. So I can just grab something out of the fridge and not have to worry about it. So why don't you diss the stress and step into your bravado with Factor meals. They're perfect for the boss babe on the go, the queen who values her time, and the woman who deserves delicious healthy food without the hassle. So are you ready to reclaim your kitchen throne? Head to factormills.com slash bravado50 and use code bravado50 to get 50% off. That's right. You heard me. I said 50% off. So go to factormills.com slash bravado50 and use code bravado50. Do not miss out, sis. And he's not willing to prioritize something that she values, which is family time. Yeah. She, she has decided to prioritize him. By putting her family even on the back burner sometimes. To, All the time now. She's moved to the she's right, moved to New York. To accommodate him. I've relocated. And make the distance shorter in their long distance relationship. And he can't make the accommodations to come to one weekend camping trip? That would piss me off. Y'all not really locked in like you think. I think this is a real reality check. It's time to take the rose colored glasses off. I was talking to my sister about this situation. I'm like, you know, honestly, when not this situation, yeah. but dating and when red flags are presenting themselves, we have to really acknowledge them and take them for what they are. Face value we, the first time. Please see people for who they are. If this is an issue up front, take it as an issue and move the fuck on. You Listen. have to because only thing is going to happen is bigger issues are going to present themselves. And it's things that we could have stopped a long time ago that we did it that snowballed into some shit that we are just we can't handle. It's very true. As a 35 year old woman who has been in the dating streets and in relationships and out of relationships, 
That is true. This is character. This is. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is not something that's going to change. You've already mentioned that he's betrayed you in many ways. There's been a lot of many betrayals. That he doesn't keep his word and that he's a bit selfish. And that's the worst type of nigga to be dealing with. I've dealt Uh. with a man that has had selfish tendencies and it does not feel good. Because why are you selfish? And why are you willing to just take, take, take and not give? And they people will take from you as long as 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 you allow. They will take whatever you give. Because I've been with a not-so-generous man before. And it's not a good feeling. I don't like a not-so-generous man. Because you do. You end up giving more and more and more a lot. And it's like, why? You start to question your own worth. Like, why can't you show up for me in the ways that I'm showing up for you? Am I not worth you showing up for me this way? Mm-hmm. Like, I have li- like she listed all, everything that she's done. She's done it all. I've been on your coast. I've been living with you extensive periods of time at a time. I decided to relocate. I care about my small-ass family that I have that I'm not getting a chance to see leaving my dog i'm giving up a lot and i think she's been holding on to the fact that like he's a gentleman and does like the gentlemanly things it's not enough but like you said when we're dating people even if we've been in relationship with them for a little time it's important to have some standards and some non-negotiables and while people may meet the criteria at one point Wherever they're not meeting something where they have crossed an over a non-negotiable, they have to fucking go. Yeah. Because that really determines, helps, determines, or contributes to our overall happiness. And the vitality and longevity of the relationship. That part. Because another thing is you consider the five things that you want out of a partner. And if they're doing one thing, you just totally are remiss to like you don't the other four. Like what the fuck? How does being a gentleman outweigh, nigga, do you, are you considerate of my feelings? Do you put me first? Are you thinking about anticipating my needs? Do you consider family a priority? All of those things are really important to her. But being a gentleman is what's going to keep you there? What the and fuck? People, the people who are being gentlemen, the other person will try to gaslight you to make you be like, I'm doing all this other I'm stuff. I'm doing though. this. I'm being a gentleman. You're not going to just be able to find nothing like this. A homegirl said that that's what a man has said to her. Men have said it to me. To try to gaslight me and make me seem like, you know, my standards are too high or I'm asking for the impossible. And it's not right. Because what I'm asking for is not unreasonable. Now, if you can't provide it, that's okay. But don't make it seem like I'm not going to ever be able to get it. And let's talk about you, nigga. (laughs) What does that say about you? Wow, you're really a bum. No, I mean, you might not even be a bum. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say if you, you, yeah, 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 no. If the stuff that I'm asking for, if you're just making it seem like it's so outlandish, it's so ridiculous. A lot of the times, girl, the shit don't be crazy. It don't be the moon. Just say you're a bum and you can't do it. But you know, like some people, they just have different personalities. So that's probably why they can't give it to you. And I I don't mean that they're a bum. It just means that they're not aligned. I know. They're not aligned and I'm still going to add bum on there. bum on there for good measure okay for sometimes stank. yeah exactly you bum ass <laughs> for stank a dank yeah no she's not an she's asshole. not the asshole and i think you are well within your right to break up with him because he don't give a damn yeah figure out what you value he don't and give a really damn. stand on it that's what i want our queens to start doing this year and every year after stand on Girl, what it is that you I want i saw somebody say don't tell me to stand on something because i'm gonna be standing like the statue of liberty <laughs> Stand on Listen, it. Stand, stand on, on it. it. Stand on it. Nigga, know your worth. And what we used to say back in the day, add tax. We did. We, we ran that one. We ran that one into We were the saying that. Know your worth and we add tax. We ran that one into the Add ground. a little more. Don't go out sad. Girl, fuck this man. Yeah, because he's saying man. he's subtly saying fuck you. Girl. He's saying he that. He's saying what it you, loud. He's saying what you care about does not matter. And he's a liar. 
He's probably a cheater. Yeah, and then you a want deceiver, a heartbreaker, heartbreaker. And I don't <laughs> want you back in my life. So I'm taking the house, house the car, car, the kids, kids, and the dog. I, I want it all. You're nothing but ooh. And I, I hate him. I hate those kinds. And then for the mom to say he's been like this with all his girlfriends. Get that out. Even, that once Run. the mom has confirmed. Get we out. We have to start looking at that. Look at when the you history. have that intel, when you have the intel of the history, take it for what it is. You're not the first. And girl. that's something that I do, too. I'm like, let me go back. Let me think about the stories you've told <laughs> and unpack those. Let me line because those up with what's happening today. Being the pudding. Yeah. The proof being the pudding, but we don't even be eating the pudding. Girl, people will show we you exactly. The jello. They will show you exactly who they are within the first few months. Believe them. Mother Maya said it. Believe them. When people show you who they are, believe them. She did the first Stop time. Stop acting did like. she say the first time? I don't know if that's something we add or she said that. But yeah. even still, the, the point of the message is stop trying to turn people into something they are not. Stop trying to act like you don't see who it is that they are. They've showed you. They've told you. Believe it. That'll save us a lot of motherfucking heartbreak. It will. And time and energy. Yeah. Oh, I see you real bottom of the barrel. When you see your bottom of the barrel, I'm leaving. Don't try to bring them to the top. I'm not trying to sift through the shit. Don't try to bring them to the top. Right. You can't make bottom of the barrel creme de la creme. It's the scarcity. You know what the creme de la creme is? Oh, yeah, I know. The richest fat. The best fat on the top. You looking at a bottom of the barrel situation trying to make them creme de la creme? The bottom of the barrel, it's the sunk to the bottom. The bottom of that apple cider vinegar. It's sunk how to that, the bottom. How that, how the mother, that. How the mother of the apple cider, <laughs> it's called the mother. The mother has separated and gone to the bottom. Baby, that is not creme de la creme. The creme de la creme is floating at the top. It's the full fat. I'm tired. Call it what it is. And I'm tired of eating pig's feet. And you get the sediment. <laughs> okay? You get in pig's feet and chitlins. I'm tired. You get in pig's feet and chitlins. Of the scraps. Baby. And you could be eating caviar. Could be eating prosciutto. And caviar. And I ate both, but damn. Yeah. I don't like the, none of it, but you get the, you get right. it. Right. You get the story that we're painting here. Go for the top. Go for what you deserve and stop letting, making people think or letting people make you think that you can't get what you want and what you deserve and what you're going to, you'd have, you need to have. Right. Just what you stop. actually want. Stop it. Fuck him. Go on your little trip and I will be and gone. And I will be on the trip train i'll be on the train or the flight coming back all my shit he will come back and everything will be gone yeah because he i will be writing a note he got her fucked up i'm not gonna be the only one sacrificing in this relationship take it old school you can't even come on a trip send a scheduled email girl he will be landing and we'll be getting the email i'm actually done with this i'm camping i'm enjoying my family and i will be leaving you period all of my belongings are gone me and fido are no longer in your life okay yeah the dog final okay girly so before we jump back into these juicy stories we have a few church announcements honey one thing you can do to support the podcast is to make sure that you follow hit that little bell so you never miss any episodes anything bgb um and engage with the content let us know are you feeling the episode what it about what about it that you love tell me who you shared it with that's what I want to know. I shared <laughs> this with my coworker. I shared yeah. this with my sister. That's what I know. That's what I'm clocking y'all on these days. That's what we want to hear. Mm-hmm. This is what we want to see. Yes. Also, we would love to see you in the Homegirl Hangout. So the Homegirl Hangout is our exclusive membership community where we pour out more of ourselves. Mm. We do. Out. We get over there 
and we record additional episodes every month. Three of them things. <laughs> Three of them every month. So if you like this, we can guarantee that you're going to have a good time over there. We have a book club. We're wrapping it up, having our final virtual meeting. If we haven't already had it already, <laughs> um, we're going to start our next read. And yeah, that's where it's happening at. The yes. Homegirl Hangout. Another way for you to connect, because that's really the essence of life. It's connecting, fostering friendships, relationships with other people. If you are dying to connect with like-minded women and you also are, you know, interested in taking a step further and communing with us in real life, then you might want to, not even might, you want to join us at the Unlocking Sisterhood retreat i'm so excited i am too we're going to be in the beautiful belize thatch key belize a beautiful island a beautiful island island Island. girl island we'll be there from may 3rd to may 7th 2024 this is a perfect amount of time for you to be away from your family your friends (laughs) disconnect (laughs) your job i really love it because it's almost like a perfect weekend it's not too long you know you can depart on a friday i believe it is i don't know the day of the week i just know the date it's perfect though but it's gonna be good we're gonna have a good time yeah i know some the school teachers was like can y'all we did it so you, you know they're like can you accommodate our scheduling come on we're, we're trying to accommodate Putting everybody your PTO it stuff. is it's a friday through tuesday so you won't miss too much work you can catch a little red eye join us it's going to be a really good time we had such an amazing time at our last retreat rave reviews 10 out of 10 would recommend an exact you know what girls are coming back we have some repeat attendees so that's telling you all you need to know yes for people to come back with the same girls yeah. It's giving girls trip. There's flexible payment plans and we're going to be connecting with all of our girls before we get on the island. So no fear. Don't let fear stop you from joining us in this from experience. Living. Yes, it's going to be a great time. There's so many details for you to look into. And the link is down in the show notes. All right, y'all. Let's get back to the show. Now, this wasn't really an A, am I the asshole? But it's a question, a scenario. My 28-year-old sister. I guess she 31. No. She 28 and the sister 31. Okay, she 28 and her sister 31. (laughs) My sister was my bully throughout all my life, and now she's facing the consequences of her crappy personality, and everyone expects me to help her. Let me start with an apology about mistakes I would probably make since English is not my first language. Mm. A little about my family situation because it's crucial. We grew up in a very Catholic and closed-minded family, a family which always thought therapy was for crazy people and talking about feelings was dumb and unnecessary. When we were 7 and 10, we lost our father due to heart problems when he was only 40. This devastated my mother, who was only 38 at the time. Mm. She struggled with depression for two full years before she could finally find the courage to go back to uni and get her law degree and find a decent job. Nothing fancy, but pay rent and bills. I really admire her for that, and I'm extremely proud of her for pursuing her career while while coping the loss of her husband and growing to kids. Yeah, there is some... um, yeah, bear there with us. Bear, bear with, with me us as we bear with Bear her. with me as I bear with she. She was often busy and my sister was the one who was supposed to look after me. And she did it terribly. She would often beat me in front of my friends, mock me, swap my books before going to school so that it would look like I didn't do homework. Evil. I always had the feeling she hated me. And when I started therapy two years ago, I realized she was jealous. I have a big family and some of my aunts and uncles are horrible people who sort of sexualized us since we were 10 or so. 
My sister was always slightly curvy, and they were calling her fat ass. What? <laughs> the name girl. She was just a child, and I hate it for I hate them for what they did to her. Overall, she did not deserve it. On the other hand, they always complimented me for my beauty and kept on telling me I should try to be a model or beauty queen. I repeat, I was 10 and that was all they told me. Never heard something like you're smart or you're creative. No one in my entire life ever told me they're proud of me. As you can imagine, this caused, this caused her an eating disorder when she turned 15 and the whole bullying thing got worse. 10 years ago when she left our hometown and after five years, she got pregnant with her horrible boyfriend. I knew he wouldn't be of any concrete help because besides the financial side of it. So I decided to move in the same town and be a good sister. For the first two years of the baby's life, we were having a good relationship and things went so much better. But I never had but we never had a confrontation about our past. Two years ago, I started therapy after a terrible breakdown due to my crappy job. Talking with my therapist made me realize I couldn't forgive her. Not now. Lately, she's struggling with depression because she basically lost all her friends. Most of them moved out the country and some just couldn't stand her anymore. My mother is pushing me to help her, but somehow I can't do it. I get angry when I'm with her. Every word she says makes me irritated. What should I do? Choose myself and tell her she's on her own or put aside my pride and try to help her. Now this one... There's another deeper underlying issue. I feel like the whole their family, you need to help them thing is inconsiderate. Mm-hmm. This sister has tormented her and she's already tried to extend herself by moving with her sister. Like, you know, when she had the baby and help yeah. her. But that doesn't erase the past. That doesn't erase the trauma. And being in that presence of the trauma in the past can really trigger some people. I've known people who have been triggered by reentering these traumatic environments, trying to assist family and put it on the back burner. And when you've been scarred like that by someone, it's really hard to like forgive and still be in company with them. Yeah. Especially if they haven't done any of the work. And so I feel like it's really selfish of her mom to be like, you need to help your sister. Like, you know, basically fuck what you went through with her helper. You help her. And who was helping me when she was coming down on me? No. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I can't. I could not. It wouldn't. I would be like, is the baby okay? What can we do to help the child? And it might not look like I got to go over there and be with her. I can't. I don't want the child to suffer. But the mama, fuck her. My sister, no. (laughs) No. And it's sad. But the sister did her dirty. And unless the sister really wants to come to grips and go to therapy, and like you mentioned, people don't want to do the work. If she does not want to do the real hard work and have conversations and maybe get some professional help together to talk about how our our relationship has hurt me and is still causing me trauma to this day, then we definitely couldn't be friends. No, it's not fair. It's not right. It's just not right for for the mother to have this expectation. And I want her to free herself from the obligation and the pressure to show up for someone who has hurt her and is unapologetic, unapologetic and unwilling to change. Yeah. She's still the common denominator. Your friends don't stop being friends with you because of your whack ass personality. Yeah. Sometimes people make it seem like it doesn't matter what if family is family. No, I don't believe that. I don't believe that. I get to choose. If family's hurting me, they're not my fan. They don't All have to be my family. All my family is my chosen family. I'm doing the choosing. 
I don't give a damn. I don't give a damn if you friend or family. I choose if you're going to be in my life into what capacity and degree. If I'm not gang with you, I'm not gang with you. I don't give a damn if the same blood is running through our veins, baby. I don't give a damn. And I'm going I'm to be like that until the day that I, to the day that I die. And stand on it. I'm standing on that. I don't care. Because sometimes family will hurt you worse than the people on the street will. Yeah. People will take advantage of you. And take advantage of the fact that we're family. We're family. They'll do you dirty, steal from you, borrow, never pay you back, talk about you like a dog. Yeah. You know how family gets. Family can get really, really messy because, again, these are the people who are closest to you. And they think that there is leeway to do harmful things. And then it's like, oh, you'll forgive me. No. In the name of family. Listen. If you yeah. fucked up and you don't know how to treat people, you won't be dealing with me and I won't be dealing with you. Yeah, you won't get the presents. I, that, I'm not going back and forth with nobody as an adult. Like we uh-huh. said, like we we get to choose who be around us and I get to choose how my energy is going and I'm not messing with you. And family or not, like we're still all individual humans having our own experience. Just because we're family doesn't mean that like our personalities will mesh. That's or true. Or that you'll be a good person to me or that we'll vibe, you know? That is not what mean that's not what that means. We just also happen to be related. Related, exactly. But there's still a lot of work and a lot of effort and a lot of consideration and mindfulness that goes into the relationship. And it's a two-way street. Listen. It's a two-way street and the sister way. ain't in the car. She ain't even in her car. They be on a one-way, girl. That's what I'm, I'm just driving. Yeah. With my it's the way you way act. You vibe it. It's the way you yeah, act. Exactly. It's the way you act. It's definitely the way you act, okay? <laughs> not about us being a family or not. It's, it's about not about putting pride to the side. I don't think this has anything to do with pride. I think this has to do with your knowledge of the type of person your sister is, your capacity, and the harm that she has caused you. Yeah. It's not about pride. It's not about pride at all. She's not being private at all. She's hurt. She's rightfully hurt. so. She's hurt. Her feelings are hurt. And, and we got to stop trauma. That. We got to stop that. And I don't know the nationality, but I know in the black family, it's like, come on, come on. You heard? I don't know. She, I don't know. But you know, in the black family, like, you know, that's your uncle. That's your auntie. I yeah, think the no. uncle or the auntie that hurt me. Trauma. And that's what I was going to say. Her sister was her abuser. That's what we got to call it. Her sister was her abuser. Not just a bully. Bitch, you were abusing me. Doing some tormenting. Golly. How I you would... gonna switch my books? You know, I did my setup and did my homework and you switching my books out so it could look like I didn't do my homework. What I would be fighting her you? every day. Same. We would be scrapping like a mother, like bitches on the street, as we would say in the black community. <laughs> yeah. Now I gotta fight you like a bitch off the street. Come on in here and get your ass beat. Me and her would be fighting every damn day. What's the age difference? Two, three years? Only two. Two years is enough to get your ass beat. We would definitely be. Come on. Three years. Three years. Three years I'll fight you. Three years I'm squaring up with you every day. Girl, I'm going to beat your ass. That's the thing with bullies. I don't condone bullying. I don't. And what you have to do to get them off your motherfucking back is beat their ass. <laughs> and I'm, I, that's just how I, that's how where I stand. That's how I was raised. Yeah. You have to fight back. What I don't care what it looks like. Sometimes it's not physical. Sometimes it's not physical. It's verbal. Girl, you listen. You got to let them know you're not the one. Or you're not the one to be girl, fucked this, with. This one little bully tries to get me off the bus. Girl, to fight fuck me. You. I said, bitch, I'm not the one to. Bu- I'm not the one to be played with. I know I'm small. I'm one of the smaller girls around here on campus, bitch. But you won't. But I have the mouth of a pit bull, bitch, and I will eat you up. Bite you. you. Out. Now I'm not gonna get off this bus <laughs> because I have somewhere to be. I have somewhere to be. So I can't get off this bus. 
But let me tell you something. You're not going to torment me the day, rest of not. the days. And you have to stand up for yourself so that they know I'm not fucking with that one. You're not. Go play with somebody else, bitch. Play with somebody else. Play with somebody else. I'm not I'm not her. I'm not one of them, as the kids say. She is not one of them. Big one, not the little one. So, play with somebody else. And I may else. be the little one, but I have a big spirit. I will beat your ass. I am not the I one. am from the school of you will get your ass beat. Yeah, and even if you don't actually beat their ass, you you can make them think you will. You have Energetically. To energetically. Energetically beat their ass. Yeah, energetically beat their ass. Like, I will beat your ass. It got to go beyond mental. That's the thing. You can't just be in your mind saying, I'll beat your ass. No, no, no. It has to give big energy of like. You got to be like, almost like, don't even fuck with me because you know. It's giving pit bull and skirt. It, it, you have to give. It has to translate to any minute I will fuck you up. Don't play with me. You got to have that seriousness. Don't even laugh, bitch. Get out of here. Yeah. Fuck is you talking about? That's, yeah, yeah. That's what they were saying. Fuck is you, you stupid you or is you dumb? That. Yeah, period. You got to come hard at these bitches. And that's what she should have been doing with her sister. But she didn't. And it's okay. Because now here we are today. And she's making choices that serve her. No, I'm not. I'm not dealing with it, mom. And that's it. And mom, fuck you if you don't get behind me. Right, mom. You need to go. This is your you daughter. You need to be neutral. If anything, this is your daughter. You can have the unconditional love. And that's a mother's work. That's a mother's love. That's a mother's love. Yes. But I'm not her mother. I'm not. Okay. And that's just that on that. Let us so, know what y'all think. Let us know. Let us know. We're open for feedback. Yeah. Who's the asshole in these in these scenarios? Who is it? We would like to know. Okay, um, y'all. So. We're going to transition to our final segment of the show. Um, stick around. Okay, so we have reached the final segment of our show. It is time to pick up your pen. We're dropping a, a gem. gem. So this is a portion of our show where we share things that we're loving, that have inspired us, that are doing what they need to do. And you can share yours too, Homegirl Hotline. That number is down in the show notes. So if you want to text us a gem, a question, make sure to use that Homegirl Hotline to get in touch with the girls and share the things that you love. Yes. Okay, so what do we have today? This week, our gym is a sermon by none other than Pastor Sarah Jakes Roberts. Um, there is a really enlightening sermon. She's anointed. She is anointed. She was anointed. She was on fire. The sermon is called Don't Miss the Moment. It's available on YouTube, y'all. When I tell you this got my life, this pulled me together. This gathered me. I said, oh, girl, you got my hair. <laughs> She had my hair. She was pulling my hair. It was not a wig, but she was snatching me. And I shared it with the good girls in my life. And everybody who listened agreed that they were blessed by the message, by the word. And it was just so good. Yeah, it was good. It was so good. I don't want to spill it because honestly, it's it's worth you going to check out yourself because I'm not going to deliver it the way that she delivered it. You can't. I can't. I, can't. I don't have that. That's not my that's not my mission. That's not my testimony. It's not my story. It's yeah. not what I'm here to do. But if you need an encouraging and in lift uplifting word, um, something to meet you where you are, carry you through the week, please tap in with this sermon. We're going to put the link in the show notes for you to just easily access it. And let me know how you liked it. Let me know how you like it. Sometimes it's nice for the gems to be something that's going to feed our spirit. Of course. You know, because I'd be looking to get my spirit fed. It'd be starved. Yeah, sometimes and things like this come through and feed it for show. Yeah. So. Okay, y'all. That concludes our show for the day. We'll be back next month with a new series. Love you. And we'll be everywhere. Yeah. Now that is the exciting news, honey. Starting November 1st, you can find this podcast, listen to this podcast anywhere 
all over the world wherever you listen to podcasts mm-hmm. so yeah we're excited we'll see you wherever we see you alrighty bye, bye.